Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 66 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and here in the midst of tax season, we are in early March, and we thought we'd bring you a relevant topic of how to avoid the pain of tax time. We know as a business owner, well, really, as just a human, tax time is can be painful, especially if you don't plan for it, especially if you're not thinking about it, and there's a mad scramble at the end, you know, right before the deadline. So we want to try to help you avoid any of that pain by bringing you some tips. So Katina Peters is joining me today. Hi, Katina. Hi, Megan. Good to be here. Another tax season already. It just comes around every year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seemed to come faster and faster. Every year it goes by, but... <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, so you handle taxes, obviously, every single season, and you're familiar with the pains that business owners feel this time of year. So we're going to talk today about some of the things that can minimize that stress or anxiety. And and we were, as we were talking about it, I put the T word. Um, some people just even shudder when they hear the, the word taxes. So tell us a little bit just initially, you know, what's the biggest pain point that you see in business owners when it comes to tax time? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest pain point kind of you just boil it all down is to that uncertainty, the not knowing, you know, what to expect, not knowing what's going to happen. Are they going to owe a bunch of money? Do they have the money to pay it? You know, so really kind of boils down to that being the biggest pain point more than anything. I mean, obviously nobody likes to have to write a check to the IRS, right? <laughs> right. It, but but uh, one of the things I always tell my business owners is, you know, if you're making money and, you know, if you're paying taxes, you're making money, right? So that's, that's a good thing. So, but we want to plan for it, get the most out of it, and then just really make sure that it's um, not a stressful situation and event to have to go through. So I think that's probably what I would say is the biggest pain point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people too, they think about tax prep as just the action of submitting the form, right? But there's a lot more to it than that. Or there can be, I guess, is a way to look at it. You know, there should be a lead up to that. So tell us a little bit about that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, we in kind of getting ready for this episode, one of the things that came to mind is, you know, the tax preparation itself, as you're referring to, is important. Having it done correctly is extremely important. And having a plan for taxes is priceless. So that's the part, you know, again, that really comes into play. That's where we really want the meat and potatoes of the relationship with your tax repairer, your CPA, your advisor, VCFO, whoever's helping you out on that front, that's where really you want to spend the bulk of your time is in that area. You know, you want to have good tax preparation that is accurate. You want someone who, who you know, really detail-oriented. They pay attention to what they're doing. They're knowledgeable in the tax law. They have good experience behind them. Um, so that's really important. But if you're 
if you have that person, but you're just seeing them once a year at tax time and then that's it, you're missing out on a lot of opportunities and you're building up your stress level likely, um, again, with that uncertainty. So you want to be make sure that it's not just that once a year, see you next year relationship that you have. You want to be proactively working on that with your advisor um, and hopefully they're proactively you know, approaching you about it, that they're the right. ones thinking proactively about it. They know the law, they know what's coming um, as far as those kinds of things go. But, you know, having those routine meetings with them throughout the year to make sure that you're ready, you have the cash flow in place if you need it, you know, et cetera, that that's all being done as you go. Yeah. And like you said, if, if you're having to write a check, there's a plan in place to put money aside for that. It's not just this sticker shock at the end of the year of, oh my gosh, I owe what? You know, you know, it's coming, you have a plan in place. It's not this looming gray cloud that is just, oh, I don't know what it is. I, you know, I'd rather just not look at it. <laughs> yeah. The ostrich uh, <laughs> analogy is <laughs> stick my head in the sand. Yeah. Lie, but yeah, <laughs> unfortunately it just comes to bite in the butt if your butt's sticking up in the air, right? So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> gotta um just it's better to you know head in face on and take a look at things ahead of time to, to just spend the time to go through that and to and again there's a lot of things too that if if we're planning up front with someone we can mitigate you know um potential taxes too there's things that we can do but a lot of those things have to be done you know during the year you can't come mm. after the fact and want to do some of those things i mean some things could be done after the fact but a lot of it has to be done you know before the year closes so you could be missing out also on some tax saving opportunities if you're not doing it ahead of time with your advisor well, and as a non-accountant, as a business owner, you may not know about certain things that are just accounting wise, you know, how should things be recorded to reflect the proper way? I know you have a story, just kind of a, a warning for business owners that you may not even know. These nuances, these tax nuances in the law. Right. To come to get you later. Right, <laughs> so right. Yeah, whenever anybody asks me about what's what's the the worst tax horror story you've ever, you know, had to deal with, this is always one of the ones that's at the top of the list. You know, we had a client come to us after after the fact. We were actually not the preparers on this initial return. And what had happened is they're a client that um, did construction-related contracts. And so, and just like also, you know, legal, other other industries have this. They had what they refer to as work in process. So work in process is the work that you've done on a job so far, but you haven't billed for or collected any money for. So there is this nuance in the law that you would file under what they call percentage of completion. So basically you're claiming your work in process is income. But you haven't built for it yet and you haven't collected any money yet. Okay. So that's kind of a rough spot to be in when you owe tax on something, mm -hmm. especially in the amount that they were talking about. This was a million, well, it was a multi million dollar contract, but the work in process portion was like a million dollars. So Ouch. they didn't, they haven't built for it. They didn't have the money for it. They had a huge tax liability that got accrued to them because they didn't make the proper elections up front to say, hey, we want to be accrual, not whip, or we want to be cash basis, which is what I always recommend. Get the money first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then you know you have the money to pay the taxes. So 
they could have made the election to be cash basis so they wouldn't get taxed until that cash was in their bank account so that they could take some of that money and pay the tax. So, you know, they had this, in this case, they had a $300,000 tax bill that they didn't have any money to pay. Yeah, They were a small contractor. They had a big job, so it was a big deal to them, but they didn't have tons of money to pool in, you know, to be able to pay this. So ultimately, we filed an amended return, made the right election, which triggered which triggered an audit because now we're we're reducing a large amount of income. Right. IRS wants to understand what's going on. They spent a lot of money with us, not obviously $300,000, but they spent a lot of money <laughs> with us that they wouldn't have had to spend to straighten right. this all out. Ultimately, we got through the audit. They agreed. It was okay that we, you know, that we did that. And uh, we were able to kind of get that all mitigated for them. But wow, what a really long drawn out, stressful process costly process that they had to go through when if they had been really you know ahead of the game planning with somebody before getting into this situation and having the good advice given to them then yeah that like I said and and when I say a long process I mean this was probably a year we were dealing with this oh, so it was a very long drawn out situation that's the horror story that I always <laughs> think of yeah I mean imagine the sleepless nights as a business owner I Cannot imagine trying to go to sleep at night with a $300,000 tax bill looming. I mean, that just, just the thought of that is stressful. So I can't even imagine. And it's not something that as a business owner in a contracting field, you would even think to know about the difference between WIP and, you know, all these different, like, right. that's not their job to know that. No, so no, that's why it's so important. Situation. And um, you want somebody who's knowledgeable in your industry with the tax laws that you have, I mean, just as you, you know how to go fight a legal battle or, or fix somebody's really bad teeth situation or <laughs> build mm-hmm. a house. I don't know any of the technical specs or understand any of the things that have to be done there, nor do I expect you to know on the other end. So what you want to know and what you want to do is, is kind of to be like, I know I don't know everything in this situation, but I know I need to be prepared. And right. I know you need to talk to somebody knowledgeable in order to be prepared. And that's, you know, that's really what you want to do. Okay. So now that we've walked through that horror story and scared everyone listening, <laughs> let's walk through some of the things that our listeners can do to minimize that anxiety, worry, pain surrounded around taxes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think I mentioned to you, Megan, when we're preparing for this, sometimes I feel like I'm a broken record because I say the same things a lot um, (laughs) with regards to what you need to do. But we're just going to keep saying it because the more you hear it, the more it's going to sink in, right? Yeah. So, you know, as with most things in business and planning for your business, you need to do the same things in your tax situation. So you need to have accurate accounting, accurate books, to make sure that, you know, you know what you're planning for is based on some sort of accurate numbers to start with, because you're going to take those accurate numbers and you're going to project them out and you're going to see what you expect. And then you're going to see kind of what your tax scenario looks like and make some decisions based on that. So we need to have accurate and also very important timely books. If they're accurate and they're six months late, that's probably not going to help. <laughs> so right. we need accurate, timely information in order to do a good job in making projections, whether it's for, again, tax purposes, cash flow, you know, what's our cash flow going to look like at that time when we need to be paying estimated taxes or when we need to actually pony up the tax bill at the end of the year. We want to make sure we know what we're heading into ahead of time. 
So having that information on a regular basis, basis, having a system in place for that, whatever that system may be, that's really important. And then we suggest, you know, at least quarterly meetings with your tax advisor. Um, and maybe that's in conjunction with the VCFO or some other advisor, someone on your team with regards to that, or maybe directly just with them, depending on your circumstances. But you want to be making sure that you're having those touch points. Everybody's busy. The year fl- flies by, as we talked about earlier in this tax season. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that we've got those things calendared out. And then we're really making them a priority to sit down and to do some forward thinking and planning on this. So um, so in doing so, you know, along the year, we're going to have some plans in place so that we can, you know, save save up the money, make sure that we're putting enough money away for taxes, that we're not you know, spending it on other things that, uh, you know, sometimes spending wisely to help your tax situation is important. um, But other times you just need to save up, make sure you've got enough put away and paying in estimates at the right time. So planning your cash flow for that is important. Make sure that you're also doing proactive communication. Proactive communication is one of our big core values that we have as a company. And I think it can serve everyone well, (laughs) everyone in the world, in my opinion. Well, um, if you can proactively communicate with your advisors about the things that you're considering doing, that can make a huge difference too. Because I can't stress the amount of times that clients have come back to me and said, I did X, Y, and Z. And you're like, oh, why didn't you, why didn't you first thought about this? It's already done. (laughs) Um, You know, so there's a lot of considerations that, you know, can go into those business decisions and, and sometimes it's a timing thing. Well, if you would have held off for a month and then did it the next month, you could have made a way better, you know, financial and tax decision if you had done that. So, Really engage with your tax advisor and your VCFO. Really engage those people in what's going on because we don't know what we don't know in many situations. If I'm going to go into find, you know, hire a construction contractor to do something, I want to really engage them in conversation because I'm not the one that knows all the nuances, all the things that could be impacted. And uh, I don't know what I don't know in that situation. So I'm going to take kind of that same approach with regards to making business decisions too, because you have these advisors in place to bring their experience to the table, to lend what they know to those decisions so that you're you're just expanding your knowledge, expanding um, your mind as to the things to be thinking about when you're making those decisions. So make sure that uh, that you're doing that. That's um, extremely important as well. So can you give us some example? I know it's kind of general to say proactive communication, and I'm sure it encompasses a lot. But can you give us just some high level examples of some decisions that would be crucial to communicate proactively before making those decisions. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I think a big one that I can think of w- structural changes. I'm. I decided to start a new corporation. I decided to admit a new partner. I decided to break ways with a partner. <laughs> you know, there's mm. a lot of. Uh, you know, so that's a. Those are pretty big ones, and maybe you're thinking, uh, oh, that probably doesn't happen very often, and it may or may not, but those can have some significant tax ramifications okay. involved, and we may be able to advise you maybe of a better structuring or a better 
um, way to go about those things to minimize tax impacts. It can be large equipment purchases that you're looking at investing in and go, how to go about that, the timing of going about that, what works best for your tax situation. I don't necessarily suggest that you live your life by your tax situation, that you run your business by your tax situation. Absolutely not. But I do suggest that you look at the timing of something. You know, if we're in October considering a piece of equipment and we can wait till January to purchase it, maybe that's a good decision. Maybe we should wait till January or maybe we shouldn't wait till January. Maybe we should get it right away. You right. Know, some of that, there's different aspects of that decision that come into play. If it's absolutely direly needed in the business, there's, you know, an option to just go ahead and do it. And we just deal with whatever the tax situation is. If it's, well, we're kind of limping along with this last one, we could probably make it a month or so or whatever. Um, let's get it in January because that makes our tax situation better you know, for what we're foreseeing in the future. Then that can be another scenario there. Adding employee benefits, adding employees. There's a lot of ramifications that can come into place. So I think you just need to be considering those kinds of more more major decisions, not that they're not routine decisions necessarily, but looking at those kinds of things, you want to be, you know, talking to your advisors about about your plans. And that's why, again, those quarterly meetings kind of coming back to that. What are you planning on doing if, if we're touching base, you know, at least quarterly? Again, a lot of the clients that we work with, we're talking to them minimum monthly, usually several times a month. So we're really engaged in what they're doing and we can give a lot of advice along the way. But in those quarterly meetings, if you're only having quarterly meetings, you want to be also talking to your advisor about just different things that you have planned for your business, things you're thinking about, things you're considering, you know, as far as that goes. And hopefully they're asking you good questions there too. But that can just really, again keep everybody on the same page with what's going on at the business and they can lend into those decisions as you're considering things. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I like that. I mean, you shouldn't let it rule your life, right? Because there's a ton of things to weigh out when it comes to making decisions like these, but to be cognizant of the fact that taxes are going to be impacted by those things is just something to consider and keep top of mind and to ask about so that you at least understand before you make the decision what you're walking into and what the consequences are going to be so that you're not just left with, oh, well, now I got to deal with this because I already did it. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Eyes wide open on those things for sure. And, you know, I know we've talked before about, you know, again, you can make decisions to benefit your tax situation that are actually a detriment to your business overall, uh, financially speaking. So again, we want to be looking at the big picture, the full picture of everything when we're making those kinds of decisions for sure. Okay, perfect. So by taking this advice and integrating these points that we've outlined as far as accurate books, timely books, proactive communication, quarterly meetings, all of these tips that we've given what have you seen as far as the changes in business owners that came to you with all of the stress and anxiety and then transitioning to this more proactive communication style and having a plan around taxes? Yeah, definitely. I, I would say um, when we're working with people and, and kind of transitioning into the more proactive, forward-looking uh, approach to things, um, I see a lot more, a lot lot less fear, a lot less anxiety, a lot more confidence. Like, okay, I know where I'm going. I know mm. what I need to do. 
I know what the plan is, you know, not that plans don't change, but, but you, you know, just that fear of the unknown and things uh, is going away. So, you know, I see business owners, though, though it's, it's funny in a way, it's kind of <laughs> against itself because you have this, well, I'm not dealing with this because I don't have time. But at the same time, in the back of your mind, on your shoulders, in your sleep, it's, it's kind of bugging you at the same time. So you're, you know, maybe not even totally consciously, probably sometimes consciously, you're, you're wasting a lot of mental energy and health and those kinds of things by not just again tackling it head on coming into it because then it's okay done off the plate Mm -hmm. got a plan good to go then it's not you know you're at night going oh I I really need to do this I didn't do it (laughs) I don't know what to expect for taxes and tax season's coming Mm -hmm. you know when you can really just clear that off your plate clear your energy clear your mind for what you want to practically do in your business to make that better and to spend, you know, spend time with your family, just really being present in the things that you're doing, whatever that is. So, so I think that's probably the biggest thing I would say there, as far as that goes, you know, and then there's, there's kind of some ancillary (laughs) things that go along with this too, you know, having accurate books, accurate tax returns, all those kinds of things, and staying on top of those things. And if you do get selected for an audit for some reason, you know, you have really good records to back it up. You don't have to worry about that situation. So, you know, it happens. There's random audits, you know, there's things that come up. If you have, uh, are working with a good team and a good advisor, good tax preparer, they're just going to make sure that we, you have really good records to stand up to an audit situation. And they're going to be communicating with you about, uh, the things on your return and how they're looking, et cetera. So you'll, you know, be able to sleep easier that way too. And uh, as you're going throughout the year too, you'll have, you'll just continue to gain knowledge like you talked about, you know, as we're meeting quarterly and we're discussing decisions in the business and how taxes get uh, affected, et cetera. You're just going to build your own knowledge in that area as well. And you'll be more aware of maybe deductions that you should have been taking, things that you should be be looking for opportunities as far as that goes. So that just really kind of, again, just pulls it full circle, makes it more encompassing and, and makes things just jive better. All right, Katina, thank you so much for going through all of this. I think that it's super relevant for this time of year and hopefully will help reduce those stress levels for our listeners. Um, Before we wrap up here, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I think I think really if I just had to wrap everything up and and say, you know, if you take one thing away from this, I think that you want to just take away really have a plan, get that plan in place. You're going to thank yourself for doing it later if you haven't already done it, um, because it just really makes a huge difference in your overall feelings about your business, about your cash situation and where you're headed with your tax situation. Perfect. Thanks so much, Katina. So if you're listening to this and you maybe don't have a plan for this tax season or would like to get things in better shape for next year, start incorporating some of these things. And if you're looking for help with getting a plan together, our company does that. We are VCFOs and we have a free strategy session that we offer to talk to one of our CPAs and kind of talk through what it, what your needs are. What are you looking for? Could we help you? So 
reach out. You can find all of the information about our company, about pricing, all of that on pjscpas.com. And you can also sign up for a free consultation there as well. Thanks so much for listening. Keep that momentum going and we'll see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.